The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to Sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And also make sure to download the SGPN app to enter our free $250 US Open Contest. Just hit and download the SGPN app in the App Store and hit contest. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. That is correct. On the heels of a broken pinata, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, if ever there is a show that is all good vibes, it's this one. What a fantastic race we had last week. And I'm telling you right now, I'm in a good mood, not just because of that, but just because it's a week off of the cup and, and I feel like we get to catch our breaths a little bit. A little bit. We still got we still got plenty to talk about this week. But uh yeah, good race. Uh lacked excitement a little bit, but uh Daniel Suarez getting his first NASCAR win. I think I don't think anybody doesn't does not like that guy. So uh it, it was it was good to see him, even though we weren't necessarily on him to win. That's uh it was good to see him finally finally get over that hump of having the good car and actually making it to the end. <laughs> there was no and and they said it too, the the broadcast alluded to it always. Nobody in that garage was was mad that Daniel Suarez won that race. The ninety nine car, we've talked about him countless times over the course of this season, just how fast that car is and how much bad luck he ends up running into not being able to finish races where he probably should. And then of course watching Ross Chastain smash all the watermelons and, and get all the glory. So the fact that he got this one, like, I don't know. I feel good for the guy. I'm glad that he got it, and it just makes me that much more uh, happy that the sport has this guy. And that makes 12 winners now, Cody. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely getting up there. But, yeah, like you said, so good to see. I mean, you saw on his cool-down lap afterwards, everybody was bumping into his car and giving him a wave and a thumbs up and a fist, you know, fist pump. Good job, buddy. Everybody loves that guy. He's been around for a while. He's been on some top tier teams. He's been close to wins, pushing it, pushing it so close. And uh, yeah, I mean, he was the original track house driver last year. Then they add Chastain this year. Chastain gets two wins and he's sitting there like, what about me? You know, and he had some good runs even at Coda earlier this season when Chastain got that win. He had the best car the first two stages and then 
had issues and, and lost it there. So, yeah, just so good to see him. Uh, fifth uh, foreign-born driver to win in NASCAR. He's uh, from Mexico, of course. So great to see that. And, uh, yeah, just just absolutely love it. Yep, I did. And you, you're right. That race sort of lacked a little bit of super excitement. It obviously wasn't the the hold on to the seat of your pants kind of race that the truck race was earlier that day. Uh, we saw so much carnage in that truck race. It was incredible. But, Cody, it ended exactly the way we thought it was going to end, and that's with Kyle Busch crossing the finish line first. Uh, I don't think anybody was under the illusion that it was going to end any differently. Yeah, I mean, really, the whole weekend kind of went how we thought it was going to be other than a few minor details. I mean, we talked about Kyle Busch winning the truck series. It wasn't the sexiest pick at plus 180 or whatever it was, but but that that was an easy one. You just you kind of saw it coming. And then even on, on Sunday's race, I mean, really, Kyle Larson won the first stage. For whatever reason, they elected to do that pit strategy they tried last year. Worked last year, didn't so much work this year, but... He basically handed it to Chase Elliott, and I mean Elliott was running away with that. That was his race to lose. They wouldn't have had that pit road mistake. I don't see anyone that would have beat him. So we kind of expected it to be the regular guys this weekend, and it was until it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once once pit road shake up, obviously then Larson lost a tire. So rough rough for day for those Hendrick boys after dominating early. But then you had some different names up there. I mean Suarez winning, Busher second, McDowell was up there. So ended up being some different guys, but uh, yeah, it wasn't the most exciting race ever, but it was still, it was still a good one. Road course is always fun and there was plenty of enough going on and, and strategies in that to change things up and, and keep it exciting. Listen to the top five though. Daniel Suarez in first, Busher, like you said, McDowell, Harvick and Sindrick. That is a hell of a top five for a NASCAR race, especially what we've seen so far this season. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, uh, definitely different. Shake, little shake up uh, from what you normally see, but good to see it. And again, with these new cars and, and stuff, it's it's definitely changed the playing field, changed the game, no doubt. So yeah, farther down in that list though, Austin Dillon eleventh, Justin Haley twelfth, uh, Briscoe thirteenth. I mean, Jesus, this was Kozlowski with a top ten finish. What the hell? Yeah, even yeah, Kozlowski very impressive. I mean, Elliott came back to finish eighth, which was super impressive by him. I didn't even think he'd get that far up. If there'd have been some carnage at the end, I think he would have maybe had a chance. But uh, that was the thing too. And I wish, man, and I've heard like uh, the spotters that have their podcast, uh, the Door Bumper Clear podcast, we're talking about it this week. But they, NASCAR really needs to make a change for road courses specifically. Like end the stage without a caution flag. It just it doesn't leave open any strategy. You know when the cautions are coming. There's not many other cautions like. Wave the green, white checkered flag, count the points as they cross the line, but leave the grace, the race green. You don't have to do that on ovals. I get one to stop the race and get everybody caught up. That's fine. But I think on the road courses, it would just make such a difference because you see the same thing every week. The guys up front pit, they're going to get shuffled to the back. The guys running 10th, they're going to score the stage win, get the points. Then the next stage, it's going to be the same thing. And then at the end, I don't know. I just... I think it would it would really change things up and, and shake up the road courses more if they made a change just specifically for the stage racing. Again, you can still count the stages. It ends on this lap, wave the flag, give them the points, but let it keep going, take things up. I hope maybe they'll look into that and maybe that'll help change up the the road course racing eventually. That's but, an interesting take. I, I would yeah, I thought I mean that's the best point I've heard on it. I mean, I've heard just get rid of stage racing, I've heard different things, but I thought that was the best one I've heard so far was you can still count. The points will count. You get a stage winner. 
all of that. You just don't throw the yellow because we see it every time. They're going to pit with two laps to go. They're not, I mean, the guys who earned the stage aren't going to get the points because they're pitting to win the race. You're giving up, which it gives other guys a points, chance to get points and stuff. I get it. But then it, it really takes away those guys' chance to win for the most part because they know they're sacrificing getting those points or they're getting those points and then sacrificing a chance to win later. So I don't know. And then, I mean, you know, you would get more generic yellows where they would come out untimed and maybe shuffle the field up more. It would play into when do you pit? How early do you pit? Do you stay out in cases of caution? All of these things to shake it up more. So hopefully, I mean, they seem to have a little bit of pull, obviously with NASCAR being involved in the sport. So maybe somebody will listen to that and, uh, give it some thought, but we'll see. I definitely, I thought that was a great point by them. Uh, and the best, the best option I've heard for, for changing things up. Let's trumpet that then. Let, let's, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll be that we'll be the sounding board. Oh, yes. for of it. course, all you high ups from NASCAR that are listening <laughs> to this, uh, let's get that implemented for us. Will you? Can you do that for us? Uh, all right, let's go over the bets real quick that we had from last week. Just a lot of carnage, just like there was all over the track. Uh, you started with our favorite Canadian Scott Friesen over Parker Klingerman. Klingerman turns in a top seven performance in this and, uh, poor Stuart Friesen just, could not catch any luck crashed out on lap 70 that was a terrible terrible situation for freezing too yeah i mean yeah again he just got caught up in it he had a pretty good car despite getting it seemed like he got spun out a couple times he was kind of kept getting caught up and stuff and then on that last one he just got caught up in a in a big accident the whole thing was on fire for a minute and craziness so yeah i mean i i had talked about kligerman would probably have a pretty solid run and he did. I just thought that Friesen's would be a little better. And I think it could have been. I think he was on track for it and then just got caught up in carnage and got put in a bad spot in the back and then collected up in that late, which might have been his fault, I guess. But I think it's because he was so much faster than those guys. So that happens. But, uh, yep, missed out on that one. Got a little impatient. He knew that the laps were winding down. It was time to go. And I, I think he just went too hard. So, yeah, I agree with you yep. on that one. Uh, all right, I had Christian Eckes over Derek Krause. <laughs> My day ended early on that one. Uh, Eckes on lot 26 <laughs> got crashed out as well. Just another victim of circumstance. Finished 35th where Derek Krause actually had a pretty decent day for himself. I mean, it wasn't like he was the fastest truck on the on the track, but um, you know, he, all he did was finish better, and he finished 27th. I say good day, but only because he finished better than... <laughs> Than Christian Eckes, but he was around the front for a second or two and then dropped back. So I think his strategy had a lot to do with that as well. Yep. Yeah. And again, I mean, we've seen the solid finishes from Eckes all season and then you, you can't help. Uh, they get caught up in a wreck, get spun out. Not much you can do about that. So nope, nope, is what it is. Indeed, unfortunately. Uh, all right. You like, you know, pick Kyle to win the trucks. Obviously that was came to fruition. Uh, Ross Chastain made some noise, finished fourth. So either way, I feel like you could have cashed on this one. Uh, because yeah, there was points in that race where you could have given it to Chastain. I mean, early in the race, he, he was really beating Kyle on the starts and the restarts, uh, staying in front of him. So I think, I think they ended up having pit stop. That was a little slow. That kind of pushed him back a little bit. So, but otherwise I think those were the best two trucks in the field. Um, and so I think you would have gotten one of them to win most likely. And, Kyle, we talked about it with Kyle. I mean, you saw it coming. It was his fifth race. He can only do five. He hasn't not won a truck race since 2012, even though he only races in five every year. So you knew he was going to get one. 
And it this track kind of lays out for those types of guys. And so was not surprised at all. Plus 180, not super sexy, but uh, hey, you get paid. So Winning it. is winning. Uh, right. <clears throat> yeah, Kyle leading 45 laps. Uh, Chastain leading 19 uh, laps, and that was the second most of the race. So, yeah, I mean, again, it was either one of those guys was probably going to walk away with a win, and uh, Cody called them both. So I had John Hunter Nemechek as a top three car. Looked good for a, a decent amount of time. Those Kyle Busch trucks were really running well. John Hunter Nemechek finishing in the eighth position, unfortunately. Could not crack into that top three because, listen, it was Bush, it was Smith, it was Majeski in the top three. Chastain was fourth, uh, and then Chandler Smith, I'm Carson Hosevar. That was some stout competition, and John Hunter just could not find his way. He couldn't keep his way in the front. He found his way up front, but he couldn't stay up there. Those trucks were a lot faster than him, especially his boss, to be honest with you. Yep, absolutely. So, not John Hunter Nemechek's day, unfortunately. Uh, all right, so we move over to Sonoma proper, where I had Zane Smith. Oh, I'm sorry, I had Zane Smith to win the trucks if Kyle didn't. So, guess what? Zane Smith finished second. <laughs> yeah, so you, you would have been right. If Kyle didn't win, it probably was Zane Smith. It so, would have uh, been Zane Smith. What a day. Again, all three of our winner picks, we were pretty much right on. We told you it was going to be Kyle. And if it wasn't, we had the two other guys that were up there. So uh, I think we were right on track. <laughs> I'd say that we had this race handicapped quite well for you, yep. uh, except for the head-to-heads. But that yeah, was... Which, again, yeah. just bad luck on those. I mean, we weren't necessarily wrong. You just, sometimes you get caught up in the shit and then it happens. Yeah, you do. Uh, all right, let's talk about the cup race. You had Kyle Busch over Joey Logano in that race. How'd that work out? <laughs> Well, this was a good bet, okay, because Kyle was beating Joey all fucking day until, uh, yeah, until he didn't, but uh, ended up being very interesting with those Gibbs guys. I mean, Kyle, Truex, and Denny Hamlin all finished back in like 30th place area, so Kyle Busch was running seventh, though, uh, looking pretty good, having a good day. He got spun out. We talked about that last week, how your head-to-heads can go very quickly the wrong direction on these road courses because it's such tight quarters. So many of these guys get spun. When you get spun, you just get turned around. You don't, you're not necessarily wrecked for the day, but you go from seventh to 30th. Then they ended up hitting late um, and, and trying to just catch a late caution and hoping they could pass some guys didn't work out for them. So Joey was 17th. Uh, it's not like he had a great, super good day was up there. Uh, so I, I think it was a good bet. It just didn't work out because Kyle Busch got spun, but uh, I would I would do it do it again if I had the opportunity. Yeah, Logano led four laps in that too, but again, it was just a matter of. But that was end of a stage because he, he yeah. had a stage when I think he won yeah. was a stage two, stage two. Or one, one or two, one of them. Yeah, stage two. But but again, that was just pit cycling, which means he was a fifteenth place car that happened to get a stage win because everybody pitted, like we talked about earlier. So yep. I know, and that was the thing about it, too, where Logano, he didn't have the best car out there, but when he was leading laps, it, when they got out front, they got out front. Like, it wasn't a matter of, of them chasing each other down this time around. You know, Suarez leading those 47 laps. You talked about it earlier, Larson leading 26, Elliott leading 26. Like, these guys, when they got out front, they stayed out front. So it Yeah, was there wasn't a, much passing for the lead. It was passing when you know pit stops or strategy stuff like that but really once somebody got the lead they kind of just ran away with it which i think is what we were expecting what we kind of talked about last week that's why we like the favorites so much and again it was it was looking that way 
until the pit stops. And that's, I mean, again, it's a team sport that comes into it because both Elliott and Larson lost because of things that happened on pit road. Um, and so that's where the team aspect of it comes into play and just wasn't their week, but, uh, yep. One thing we did nail, one thing we nailed for sure was Larson on the pole. We knew that Larson was going to be on the pole. He's been on the pole every year for the last umpteen million years. He was back on the pole again. We cashed that bet before the weekend even started. That felt good. Yep, plus 500. That's a good way to start the weekend, so definitely a great call by you on that one. Hopefully it covered some of the losses that we suffered because yeah, uh, unfortunately they so continued to keep coming. Week, so many bad beats, including this one. A.J. <laughs> yes, Allmendinger. A.J. Allmendinger loses his power steering like two laps into the race on a road course, and then he didn't even do that bad. He was running. I mean, Sindrick ended up, so it was A.J. Allmendinger over Austin Sindrick. Sindrick ended up finishing fifth, so props to him. He ran very well. But even late in the race, Almendinger was running like 13th with no power steering. He was pretty good. I think it like I think it was you that said in the Slack channel his arms finally gave out <laughs> and he spun it there late, so he didn't finish quite as good. But if he had power steering throughout the race, I think he would have been in contention for the win. And I think he would have beaten Cindric. So again, another bet that I would take if I given the opportunity again. It just didn't play out this time, but I think I definitely wasn't that far off track on that one. No, you weren't. And I, I mean, look, I don't like driving my car in the street without power steering. Like, yeah, no kidding. Let alone, let alone a, a stock car going that fast on a road course. <laughs> look, he had one. He turned one of the fastest laps in the race. He had one fast lap. He had 32 top 15 laps in that race, all with no power steering. No power His high steering. position was sixth. So he worked his way up to sixth place with no power steering. The man is uh, just a road racing legend, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, props to him. I, I, again, I think he would have probably been in contention for the win had it not been for that power steering issue, which, again, there's nothing you can do to foresee that. And, you know, it was probably some – I saw Corey LaJoy tweeted something about an 89-cent part that cost his in his day because something popped off of something that it costs 89 cents to replace, and it's like, ah – Millions and millions of dollars in these cars, and it's the 89-cent part that, that sinks your day. So Sometimes. Sometimes it's the littlest things that yep. make it over. Uh, <laughs> all right, I had Denny Hamlin over Ross Chastain. That did not work out well. Hamlin had a, a Gibbs day today, or you were talking about the Gibbs cars just falling yeah. by the wayside, and he was one of them. He finished 31st, where we know Ross Chastain was actually pretty good all day long. He finished seventh. He was in contention as well, uh, not necessarily leading laps, but he was up there. He was around there, and it was him or, or Daniel Suarez really that had an opportunity. Yep, and I mean, again, we thought maybe he would get spun, and we didn't see any of that this week, so I don't know if there was really any opportunities for any of the guys that he had pissed off too much, but uh, yeah, and then Denny with the late pit stop again. The, all the Gibbs guys took that late pit stop, just hoping for a caution, which we almost saw. Was it? Oh, I think it was when Almondinger finally lost it at the end. There, he was stopped long enough. I thought the caution was going to come out, and I was kind of sad for Suarez at that point because I thought he was going to lose another one in devastating fashion. So, uh, luckily, Almondinger was able to get it going again, and uh, yeah. So, but uh, you know, again, it happens. Yep, it does. Uh, Kurt Busch, the winner of Group C. Man, this was another good bet, Rod. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Group C was Tyler Reddick. Again, bad luck, finished horrible, didn't even complete the race. I called it, right? <laughs> then it was Alex Bowman, Joey Logano, and Kurt Busch. Alex Bowman finished 16th. Logano finished 17th. Kurt Busch 18th. 
two spots away at plus 250 or 260. So close to hitting this one. Probably should have. But, man, just, again, the bad luck bug really got us this weekend, other than those. Uh, those we had, a, we had a couple plus money ones in there. But, uh, man, again, another good bet. I feel like it was a solid one. I just it didn't quite work out just just by the the skin right there. So yep. close. <laughs> Two spots, not not that far away from cashing that one. But well, I mean, look, we got a week to catch our, <laughs> catch our breath cup wise. We're good. Just, just yep, exactly. internalize. They it. obviously group that uh, group together very well. You get <laughs> three guys finishing in a row like that. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these handicappers were paying attention in that in the group <laughs> settings. Uh, all right. And then you had Chase Elliott to win. You had Kyle Busch to win as well. And I gave you Larson Logano. We all know the story of how that ended up. Uh, unfortunately, not in our favor. But, you know, again, like we said, it's the bad luck bug. It hit everybody this weekend. And I think we're just happy to put it behind us and move on to the trucks in the spotlight this week. Yeah, this is going to be fun. That's right. Yep. Off week for, for the Cup Series and the Xfinity Series. So trucks take uh, center stage on dirt at Knoxville. Uh, a race that was full of chaos last year. Yes. It was. I was actually at that race as a fan last year, and that was one of the most exciting races. I've been to a lot of races in my life, a, a lot of races. That was one of the most exciting races I've ever been at. I, I heard the TV coverage wasn't as good with all the wrecks at the end. It kind of made it a long night, but it was action-packed throughout the track the whole time. I had a blast. Not going to be able to make it this year, but uh, I'm glad they went back. I think it's going to be another good race, and I'm excited for it. Well, we'll break it down when we come back from the break for stage two. But as we always do, let's tell you about win. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. You know you want the ultimate fantasy football experience. Well, if you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July the 31st, you're going to get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resort for you and your entire league. Go ahead, load up on those entries. Multiple entries are allowed. You want to party with DJ Diesel? All you got to do, bet $100 on NBA or casino. You're going to get entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal. He's performing at the Encore Beach Club at night, as well as meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. And you can win a golf trip to win Las Vegas. If you bet $100 Thursday through Sunday on the U.S. Open and earn an entry into a prize drawing where one of you and a guest will receive a complimentary round of golf at Wynn Golf Club and a two-night stay at Wynn Las Vegas. There's so much to choose from, if you couldn't tell already. All you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's move on to Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players, including myself, including Cody. So many people on the network all have our leagues on Sleeper, and you probably do too. It's a game-changing product that's unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can even make money on Sleeper too by playing the new over-under game. It is super simple, and I love myself some simple first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Then you can pick the over-under on them. For example, number 
number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. And you choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. And the main reason that I'm excited about this over under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and more importantly copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop right now, whatever you're doing. Well, unless you're driving, don't stop that. Download the Sleeper app now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and, of course, make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group. It's over on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Free money. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions, as always, apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Gentlemen, Father's Day this Sunday. It's just right around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June with Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. It includes their signature lawnmower 4.0 and you don't got to put any gas in this so the high price of gas doesn't even matter. This is all electric. It's a perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. That's right. No dad joke here. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape with this exclusive offer you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code sgp at manscape.com trust me his dad bod will thank you but wait there's more manscape just launched their brand new boxers 2.0 that are dare i say the best boxers ever we all know dads love their comfort i love my comfort well with summer right around the corner the boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat they are packed with revolutionary features including the jewel pouch it's designed to cradle the boys in their own special space that's right. It's a game changer. You can get 20% off and free shipping right now with that code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code SGP. Shake what your mama gave you. Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Trucks are shaking this weekend over at Knoxville. <laughs> Cody's laughing. Oh, I love your ad reads, Rod. A uh, couple thanks, notes buddy. on those too. First of all, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you and, and, and you as well. Out there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Sleeper, yes. I mean, I have so many leagues on Sleeper, I can hardly keep track of them all. I just got, I've been doing it another uh, startup dynasty draft. I got Rob Gronkowski in the 19th round. <laughs> You believe that, man? I mean, I mean, I know he's right now. He's not playing, but you know he's coming back with Tom. Tom's on the phone right now too. Like Godwin's hurt. He's not gonna have anybody to throw to. Buddy, oh, when man. you coming Anyways. back? Buddy, when you coming back? <laughs> you know what's happening. So <sighs> I think so too. All right. Uh, <laughs> they need to have sleeper fantasy NASCAR. Let's Dude. get on that sleeper. Let's. Uh, yeah. The folks we'll at Sleeper need sleeper to listen. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we need to email them quickly. Uh, all right. The Clean Harbor 150 truck race is the only show in town uh, that is under the NASCAR banner, and we are going to be talking it through. So you said you went to this race last year, yeah? What, what was it like other than chaotic? I did. It was very chaotic. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, this track, it's an amazing track. It, it's been around since uh, 18, I wrote it down. 1878 this track was built as a dirt as a dirt horse racing track wow been converted into now it's the sprint car capital of the world uh they have the knoxville nationals there every year it's like five or six days of like just sprint car racing the greatest in the world i'll go there it's amazing this track is like 
in the center of town. It's crazy. You can see like the grocery store in town from the stands. And it's like, it's like across the street. It's like right there. And like the whole town just is like the racing community. It's, it's great. It is absolutely wonderful. The track was amazing. Uh, it was so much fun to see those guys wheeling around in the dirt. Um, I, I think the track prep maybe was not the best and that kind of led to some chaotic stuff. There was a ton of wrecks at one point there like three quarters of the field got wadded up at the end of the race, but it was very exciting uh, to be at in person. I had a blast going there. Uh, I hope they come back next year so I can go again next year, but uh, maybe, maybe get, get back on pit road uh, for that. That'd be exciting. But you, uh, you talked about <laughs> wadded up places 30 yeah. through 40 are all crash. <laughs> yeah. All, all together at the same time. But I mean, they were doing four wide. Like it was, the racing was just amazing. I, Again, it was it was a very very great time. Also, not Knoxville, Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen. Knoxville, Knoxville, Iowa. By yes. the way, just so you know, I mean, yes. we always say Knoxville, and you think Tennessee. No, 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 my friends. This is Knoxville, Iowa. Is. Iowa's not good for much. Their football sucks. You know, <laughs> I, I I dislike Iowa, but uh, they do have a nice track over there, so I'll give them that. But if you listen in Iowa, we love you. So let's yeah. let's yeah. yeah. Uh, this, You're just not as good as Nebraska. So <laughs> <laughs> that that I ha, I don't have that rivalry. California, we don't have those rivalries. It's, yeah, it's we crazy. hate Iowa, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, so last season it was the twenty. Oh, it was the Corn Belt one hundred and fifty. Uh, again, this this season it's the Clean Harbors one hundred and fifty. We've seen a lot of great truck racing. We saw a lot of great truck racing last year. Uh, this race went one hundred and seventy nine laps uh, out of one hundred and fifty. Wow, what did they they not uh, run the whole thing? I mean, they uh, ran more than no, that. they ran more, yeah, because there were so many wrecks at the end. That was wow. part of it, too. I think it was like six or seven overtimes. Like, they would get going, and they would wad up, and then they would get going, and they would wad up. And I thought it was very exciting. It was <laughs> from the stands. Everybody was loving it. I mean, people were just were super into it and digging it. Nuts. Uh, all right, but let's read yeah, off. It was, it was extremely chaotic. I mean, you almost can't really look at last year's results and take a whole lot from them because it was so chaotic and we'll kind of touch on that in some of my bets coming up but uh well then let's uh let's do it also just of note it. that last year's race was the first race of this kind on this uh yes. on this truck race there so uh any any track history we have is all from one race last right. year from one crazy. race yep exactly <laughs> so and they've raced on dirt before they raced at tony stewart's eldora track um and they've raced there a ton of times so the trucks have been on dirt for years now I mean, we know. I know it's newer with Cup the last two years, but but yeah, at this track, this is only going to be the second time. Don't look too hard into last year's just because it was so crazy. But uh, well, okay, before we get to the trucks, you've you got. Wanna, do you want to do the SRX yeah, now? Let's or you do put it. it in between. Okay, nah, let's do it now. You you are throwing in like deep dives here. All right, deep dives. Well, I mean, no Cup race, no Xfinity race. We only have the truck race to talk about. We got some futures bets for you, but also the SRX series starts this weekend. If you don't know what that is, it's the Superstar Racing Experience. It was founded by uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame driver Tony Stewart and NASCAR Hall of Fame crew chief slash car owner Ray Evernham. Last year was the first year. Uh, similar to the IROC series that guys like Dale Earnhardt and those ran back in the 90s. Um, so they make all of the cars. SRX, as the series does, they own all the cars. They're all identical cars. Nobody has their own team working on them. They kind of interchange drivers in and out of them. So it's made to be as equal as possible. We couldn't bet on it at all last year. 
now you're starting to see some books that are are putting out some odds for it. So I thought on a week where we don't have Cup Series, we can still bet on some old Cup Series greats and all that. Uh, amazing lineup they've got. They're racing at uh, Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida, which is a half-mile uh, paved track. So some of the races are all paved. Some of them are on dirt. They actually raced at this Knoxville Speedway last year. They're not racing there this year, but uh, some are pavements, some are dirt. Uh, the only thing I want to do mention as far as betting-wise is they have a rule where if the race is getting boring, they'll throw a caution flag. So if somebody's like starting to dominate the race and pull away, they'll throw a caution flag to keep it competitive. It's not, this isn't, it, it's more for, you know, we want a competitive, entertaining race. There was also like last year, there one of the races, Bill Elliott had an issue and they paused the race to allow them to fix the issue quickly because they provide the cars for you. So it wasn't like his team messed up. It was, SRX car had an issue to allow him to get back in the race. So I guess it, you don't feel like, you know, if, if you got the guy, if you pick the guy that's winning and, and he's leading by a lot and all of a sudden there's a caution for no reason, just know that's going to happen. So no, there's it, a it reason. Hey, I'm looking but, through uh, some of these drivers real quick before we get oh, to that's, your that's pick. What I was about to get. Yeah. To. yeah. It's a loaded field, man. Right. Tony Stewart, Tony Michael Stewart, Waltrip. Greg yeah. Biffle. You got Ernie Francis Jr., Mario Andretti, or not Mario. Not, it'd be great if it was Mario Andretti. <laughs> it's Marco Andretti. His, I think that's his grandson. Ryan Hunter Ray from IndyCar. Ryan Newman, uh, you know, he was full-time Cup Series driver even last year. Bobby Labonte, he's a NASCAR champion, Hall of Famer. Tony Kanaan, IndyCar legend. Paul Tracy. You got Michael Waltrip. You see him on FS1 calling the, the Truck Series races. He used to race back in the day. 2003 Daytona 500 winner, by the way. Yep, yeah, exactly. You got Bill Elliott, obviously father of Chase Elliott, NASCAR champion, Hall of Famer. Uh, later on this season, you're going to have... So some of these guys are racing every race, and some of them they have... So there's one local guy in every race. They pick a local driver that will race one of the cars to race with these guys. And a couple of races last year, those guys won, which is big for them. They got to go out and race against... Michael Waltrip and Tony Stewart, some of these guys. So later last year, there was a race where Chase Elliott raced against Bill Elliott. So you had the father-son duo. Later on the season, Ryan Blaney and his dad, Dave Blaney, who was a Cup Series racer, sprint car legend, one of the best dirt racers ever. They're going to have a race against each other later on in the season. I can't remember if Chase is doing I think Chase Elliott's doing one with Bill later this season. So it's a fun. It's only six weeks. It's the I believe it's the next six weeks in a row. Short season, nothing too crazy. Tony Stewart won the championship last year. He owns the series, so you know, whatever. Yeah, Collusion. but no, I think they keep it as fair as they can, really. Um, but loaded field as far as like legends in racing, and it's not just NASCAR. Again, you got some IndyCar guys in here. You got a truck you series dirt, race. You got guys. Haley Deegan. Yeah, Deegan. She ran last year. One of them. She's gonna run this year. Her and Paul Tracy got into it last year. Like they had a white rivalry going on on the race and everything. Um, but it's super fun. They do two 15-minute heat races, so it's just timed 15 minutes, and then it's a 100-lap feature. Um, so, again, they just kind of throw cautions out there. Keep it. It's it's really exciting. It's not. It's definitely not what you see on Sundays with NASCAR, you know, where it's the super competitive. It is, it's competitive, but these are guys, a lot of them are older guys, and they're out there having a good time. They'll interview guys during the race. So last year they interviewed Tony Stewart while he was leading the race on the track, driving every lap, talking to him. It's very interactive. So, again, it's a super cool thing, especially when we don't have NASCAR Cup Series going on this weekend. 
they kind of get a little spotlight. Anyway, so they have some odds up um, to to just to win the race. No, no head to heads or anything like that. But uh, again, something fun to get in on the action on. So Tony Stewart um, was the favorite. I was trying to pull him up here real quick. Here it is. So yeah, Tony Stewart, they got at the favorite at plus 250. You got Greg Biffle at plus 400. Ernie Francis Jr. at plus 500. But I was going to go down. I like Ryan Newman. You got him at plus 1,200. The guy just came out of the Cup Series last year. He is the most like recent. I mean, a lot of these guys, Bobby Labonte races like every weekend and uh, modified short track racing and stuff like this. So Tony Stewart, he's always in stuff. So these guys are still racing, but Ryan Newman just came from the top level of racing. So you're going to have a plus 1,200. Again, they're going to keep the, the race close in that. So even if a guy like Tony Stewart is running away with it, you could have a late race caution and get a guy like uh, Ryan Newman up in there. Always fun to have some skin in the game on stuff like this. So, uh, yeah, Ryan Newman at plus 1,200 to win the SRX Series uh, race. And what a great way to start the weekend, basically. Because, exactly. I mean, it's only Saturday that you're going to be betting on anything. You're going to have a hangover on Sunday from not being able to do anything. So, yeah. I mean, it's fun to watch these guys race because they love racing. It, they always think, love this race. I think this race is Saturday, too, actually. Yeah, it is. It's Saturday. Is it? It's yeah. uh, Saturday, June 18th. Yep. yep in Pensacola, yep, Florida. So. Yeah. Where can you watch I it? Think, that's too bad. Is it going up against head-to-head -head with the trucks? Why would they do that? Oh, that's that's yucky. Well, just DVR1. DVR oh, the screens. SRX then. Got to have multiple screens anyways. So. Yeah, that's true. Our God's eye is there. Uh, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and turn our attention to that truck series race where I'll begin with my with my call of the race. And I've got Grant Enfinger as a top five finisher. Uh, I say this because last year he was a top three, even though in the absolute craziness of that race, um, he still managed to find his way into a top three finish. So if he can navigate the the nastiness that is whatever happened and still finish top three, uh, I like his chances to at least get a top five finish. Look at some of the other short tracks that they had this season uh, and dirt races. In Bristol, he was eighth, so he was about three spots off of a top five finish there. Martinsville, he was eighth. Darlington, he was third. So, um, you know, very. he finished third at Darlington, uh, but a couple of near misses there in the dirt and at Martinsville to a top five finish. So I think this is well within his reach. Granted, he hasn't done it in the last couple races. Last week, he was 11th. The uh, week before, he was 28th. Uh, but he was second at Charlotte. So um, no stranger to a top five finish, third in Kansas. I think Grant Enfinger can find his way back through to a, a decent finish this week as well uh, in, a, in a track where... Like we said, he, he just withstood the madness and found his way to a top three finish. Yep, I had no arguments for me here. I like it. He's been running well this season, did it last year. So obviously he's proved he can uh, he can do it. So I like it. Not a sexy number, right? Plus 160. We were talking about having, we, we love attractive numbers, but plus money, say it again. Any plus money bet is a good plus money bet if you win it. Exactly, yep. Yeah, and I mean, it's plus 160 for a reason. They obviously think that he can do it, and I think he can too. So I love it. All right. Uh, you, my friend, have uh, your first truck bet. Yes. Two quick notes, too, on the truck race. No live pit stops. Again, like we saw with Xfinity a couple weeks ago, where if the cup is not in town with them, the and they don't, there's not a pit road on this track anyways, so they have to pull in. They'll get the time to service. So 
stage breaks are going to be your pit stops, non-live pit stops, and they are doing heat races for qualifying. There's four four heat races, which will be determined by random draw, how they line those up, do the passing point system or whatever to figure out. 15 lap heat races, and then the main event is where, if you're playing, you know, daily fantasy stuff, that's where it will count for that, and then that's what will count for your bets as well as the actual main race. But uh, my first bet, I have Stuart Friesen, our favorite Canadian, over Todd Gilliland. This is minus 110. Friesen is a dirt track guy. We talk about it a million times, but he races dirt tracks all the time. Uh, didn't get the finish here last season. He got caught up in a wreck a little earlier um, and, and finished multiple laps down. So you can't really look into that too much. Um, Todd Gilliland obviously is driving the number three. Is he the 38 in Cup Series this year? Yeah. Uh, so he's a rookie in the Cup Series. Raced in the Truck Series last year. Um, he's got the bigger name being a Cup Series guy. So I think a lot of people are just going to look at this and be like, oh, yeah, let me take this Cup guy against this you know, Truck Series regular. And I think it's going to be the opposite. I think that Friesen is so experienced on the dirt. He's been running so good this year. We talked about it. He had a good run going last week until he got in trouble. But he's got had multiple very good w- runs. He's got a win. He's going to let it all hang out there. Um, and so I really like Stuart Friesen this weekend. And at, over Todd Gilliland at minus 110, I love that one. You don't have to convince me to bet my favorite Canadian. <laughs> you don't. Scott Friesen is a staple in, in my Stuart, favorites. Stuart Friesen, but that's okay. What, huh? Oh, <laughs> Stuart, Stuart Friesen. It's See, okay. why am I saying <laughs> well, Scott? You called him Scott earlier, too. I did call him Scott. He's my favorite Canadian until I can't remember his name. Yeah. Stuart Another Friesen. note, too, his wife, Jessica Friesen, has entered to, in the race. I saw that. She, I think she beat him last year, too, because he got wrecked. But uh, but uh, she she runs dirt tracks just as much as he does on a weekly basis and dirt modifieds and stuff. So uh, whenever they run at dirt tracks, she always enters. And uh, so just a fun note that, that uh, husband and wife will be racing against each other there. Listen, in my defense, I have so many names in my head. I'm you're lucky, Cody, that I can continue <laughs> yeah, you got, for your name. How many podcasts are you doing? Canadian all these Canadian football players and <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. I, my head is jumbled with with names, but I'm I'm always ready to give you the good bets, even though I can't remember their names. Right. It doesn't uh, matter his name if he cashes the bet, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All you gotta do is remember the last name, right? That's all that matters. The name exactly. on the back of the jersey. Yeah, as long as you bet the right guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh well in this case you, you got to make sure that you know the first yeah, actually, name. Yeah, don't bet Jessica Friesen. Well, that That's too. Uh, or, or, <laughs> well, no, in my next bet, I'm giving you Zane Smith over Chandler Smith. Oh, so yeah, so do get the right Smith. Make sure you get the right Smith in this matchup. Uh, this one's juiced at 115, I think either way. So, But I'm, I'm going to take the Zane Smith part over this. Head-to-head this season, Zane Smith has seven uh, wins over Chandler Smith's five. This is where they, they land at 7-5 head-to-head. Zane Smith has the first part of this. And I talked about where they finished beforehand in, in places like Bristol, uh, where Zane Smith has a 10th place finish at Bristol and Chandler Smith had a 19th place finish at Bristol on the dirt. Darlington uh, was an eighth place finish for Chan or for Zane rather, and twenty first for uh, Chandler. So in the in these short track scenarios, in these 
off track scenarios, it's been Zane Smith that holds the edge over Chandler Smith. So uh, give me the Zane Smith part of it. Zane Smith, obviously three wins this season to Chandler's one. It just to me, like I said, Zane Smith is that, that truck that's been running up front so many times this season. And obviously were it not for a couple of bad luck situations, especially in Vegas too, being disqualified, I think his, his finishes would have been a lot better. And this week going into a situation where, um, you know, this is another short track, another dirt situation. I will go ahead and take, um, the, the Zane Smith part of this. I like it again. No arguments. Uh, we talked multiple times about how Zane Smith is probably the best truck series regular this season so far, I would say. So again, you're taking him. He doesn't even have to win. He just has to beat someone else. I love it. Sweet. Uh, all right. Speaking of head to heads, you continue on with your next bet. All right. I got Ty Majeski over Christian Eckes. Uh, minus 115. I don't really have a bunch of fancy stats or anything. Neither of these guys were in this race last year. Um, Eckes actually beat Majeski at Bristol Dirt, but Majeski was running really well and he got spun late and that kind of uh, resulted in, in a worse finish. Majeski, uh, he, he ran fifth or what was it third last weekend um, at Sonoma. So, I mean, it was Kyle Busch, Zane Smith, then Majeski, then Chast, uh, Chastain, I think was fourth right behind him. So, uh, yeah, he's got a, a fifth a few weeks ago at Texas. He's been doing really good. He's a big simulator guy, uh, iRacing guy. So I think yeah, he's probably getting a lot of practice on that for this track. And I just, I, I really feel like he's going to have a good week. He's one of those guys that's real close to getting that win. I think it's going to come very soon for him and I'm just going to keep riding with him uh, and hope he gets that soon. So yeah, I like him over Christian Eckes. Yeah. I, I, again, we watch the eye test. We talk so much about stats and you're right. Sometimes the, the sexy stats don't always back up what your eyes are seeing. And with Majeski, he's, yeah, he's always around the front. He's always sniffing around. And at some point, something's got to click for that guy because, you know, it's just a matter of at what point do we see Majeski cross the finish line and, and do it consistently, you know? So I like the bet as well. Uh, all right. Uh, this is another one, Cody, where it's not necessarily the sexiest of bets because we all know how dominant John Hunter Nemechek can be. But uh, I want Ben Rhodes over John Hunter Nemechek in this matchup on this track. Uh, I say that because last season, in, in the madness that was last season, he did finish Ben Rhodes seventh. John Hunter Nemechek finished seventh. And you look at where Ben Rhodes finished in Bristol Dirt. Where did he finish, Cody? In he won that the race. winner's circle. Absolutely, he finished there. Uh, bad luck at Darlington, finishing 25th. But, you know, a dirt race already this uh, this season, and Ben Rhodes has the win on it. Uh, so I'll, I'll take that sort of um, familiarity with that. I know John Hunter Nemechek finished third. But, uh, again, all we're asking Ben Rhodes to do is finish one spot above uh, the John Hunter Nemechek in this race. And he did two to, uh, positions better the last time out and three uh, make that four uh, when they were out here last time so yeah I'll, I'll take Ben Rhodes at minus 105 over John Hunter Nemechek no I actually I really like this one again John Hunter has the big sexy name but Rhodes has just been consistent he's last year's champion he's shown us how well he can run he, he seemingly comes out of nowhere sometimes and does really well in these races already won on dirt so absolutely love that bet especially minus 105 you're not really laying any juice hardly there, so I like it. 
almost even money. Uh, all right, <clears throat> so we have our winner picks, uh, and we'll start with you with your 15 winner Thanks. picks. Scott Stewart, whatever his name is, he's going to win. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stewart Friesen, plus 800 again. Uh, dirt track guy. He just, he, know, he knows how to get around a dirt track. Again, I get a truck is a little different than the modifieds he usually runs. Um, but he, he's, he's good on dirt. Absolutely love this guy. He's having the best season he's had in a long time. He's been running well. He's looked good. Um, I, I think that you're going to see him up front. He finished 11th at, uh, Bristol dirt. So he wasn't necessarily one of the very top guys, but again, he was running here good here last year until he got caught up in it and, and just kind of, you know, got shuffled out and ended up finishing laps down and all that. But I really like Stuart Friesen plus 800. I was kind of surprised. I, I, I expected him to be one of the more favorited drivers to win this. He's up towards the top, but a plus 800, I feel like is very good value on a guy that has been doing so well this season and has that dirt track experience, knows how to get around it. And then? And then, of course, I got a long shot winner. All right, Derek Krause, plus 2,500. Last year, I was at this race. I had Krause to win 40 to 1. He won stage two, one. He's won stage two. He got wrecked. He went two laps down. He got both of his laps back. And maybe this is why it was so exciting for me. He's in like 20th. Then we get a caution. Then he's up to like 16th. Then we get a caution. He's up to like 13th. He just kept climbing and climbing. He almost got back. He almost got my 40 to 1. He looked absolutely amazing last year. He was the best truck by far. It wasn't even close. Um, and we've talked about this season, how last year he caused a lot of wrecks and, and found a lot of trouble. And a little trouble has found him this year. But, again, he was so good last year. Um Man, I was I was sweating that forty to one the whole time. I think that's possibly why that race was so good for me. But uh, yeah, still twenty five to one this year. I don't know why they haven't adjusted that. I mean, they have obviously adjusted from forty to twenty five, but I still feel like that's way too long of odds for somebody that had such a good truck and even came back to almost do well at the end there. I think he, I don't remember where he finished. I don't have it right in front of me, but uh, he might have got caught up in one of the that last pile up. Uh, on one of those green white checkered finishes, but he was in the race. He fought his way back and almost was in the race again. So plus 2,500 Derek Krause to win the truck series race. I, man, I'm going to be really excited if this one hits. Cause I, I feel really good about this one. There's Derek a good head to head too, between Matt Crafton and Derek Krause. Krause is at one, yeah. minus one Oh five and Crafton's at minus one twenty five. So you might want to uh, yeah. throw a little on that as well. I too. like that. And the only, I was going to put that one in here. The only thing is, if he doesn't win, he's probably going to end up wrecked. <laughs> so maybe be a little more careful on the head-to-heads because I had I had looked at that one and I liked it, and then I was like, boy, I, it's probably going to be wreckers or checkers with him. So <laughs> if he doesn't win, he might not hit those head-to-heads, but we'll see. He's going to win and hit the head-to-heads anyways. Beautiful. Uh, all right, well, I'll give you Ben Rhodes to win. Plus 650, not one of the ultimate, ultimate favorites, but still pretty much up there. Uh, he's, what, third on the list behind Chandler and John Hunter. But obviously, I'm just my my argument begins and ends with the fact that he he already won on dirt this year. Like he's already outlasted everybody on dirt. He can do it again, and I think that speaks loudly to his chances to win, which is why he's among the favorites. And you know, sometimes there's not value in the favorites, but it's plus six fifty. That's that's value in a favorite. Yep, absolutely, no argument from me here. And we just talked about him, how much we like him in the head to head, and uh, yeah, I could see him winning this race easily. 
I can too, which is why I'm thinking that everybody should throw something on that. Obviously, if you guys, look, you guys have got your strategies down. I love it. I love the Slack channel for everybody that you guys throw out all your bets and where you actually divvy up your money between our, our bets every week. It's amazing to me to see all of your guys' philosophies and how you do it. It's just week in and week out, you guys astound me with, uh, with your knowledge of, of how to bet this stuff. So. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's great to see guys will drop all their unit plays and everything they're putting and, and how they build their card between the different picks we have and stuff. It's great to see and always good to see big wins in there. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk about some other futures. We, we tossed out a bunch of futures uh, last, what, the beginning of this season, and, and we'll, we'll track a couple of them, but we'll actually give you a few more to add on to your card. So uh, when we come back for stage three, more NASCAR futures on this week off for the NASCAR Cup Series. But of course, let's talk to you about Athletic Greens because we're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplements. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all of these things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, because I love me some easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sgp again that's athleticgreens.com slash sgp to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance bet you did not know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers to advertisers your isp all sorts of other prying eyes that is why i use ip vanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 percent of your data that means your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden ip vanish makes you virtually invisible online yes it is that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed to so your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on so stop sharing with the world everything you stream everything you search for everything you buy take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot so go to ipvanish.com slash SGP use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings that's ipvanish dot com slash SGP so yeah we gave out a few bets uh, to begin the season we're not going to go through all of them i just want to go through two that i feel like i need to rip up the tickets to which you're actually going to back me on one of them but that's all right uh I, i'm i'm sort of well okay we'll we'll make that case when we come back to it but uh the one that i'm really sad about is the 2311 two races kurt bush got one 
I don't know that we're going to see another this season. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count it. I wouldn't count it out just yet, Rod. We we got a lot of season left. We've already got what twelve different winners. We do. So uh, we do. It could it could happen. Kurt Busch could easily get back in victory lane. So could Bubba. We've got plenty of restrictor plate tracks left. And maybe he pulls off a win at non-restricted play, too. So I could see it happening. Okay. Thank you for picking me up on that one. It was what? It was one and a half. We're already at one. Yeah. Well, so, all we man. need is one more. Technically, we're not even halfway through the season yet. I don't no, think, we're so. not. That's the thing, man. You know? We're yeah, like... We got plenty of time. You <laughs> just need one win. It, it can happen. All right. I, okay. You're making me feel a little bit about it because I was, I was sweating. Trackhouse has three. <laughs> we should have yeah, found they, the over-under uh, on that they've one. They've been the surprise this year for sure. I don't think... I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. Uh-uh. Uh, all right. Well, let's just give you a couple more. I mean, we won't bore you. Go back. Listen. You can keep track of the the first episode. We give you the, the futures. Go let's, back. And uh, re- real quick. I just looking. Do you think do you think we're going to get more race winners than we have playoff spots? I, I was looking or, at that today. We Like I said, we have 12 right now. Right. We're and at there's 12 and we have like 10 races in the regular season left, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of races. That's a lot and of races. Guys that haven't won. You got Ryan Blaney. You got Martin Truex Jr. You got Christopher Bell. You got Eric Almarola. You got Kevin Harvick. You got Tyler Reddick. I mean, that's six right there. Think about the tracks that we got left. We've got Nashville. We've got Road America. uh, We've got Atlanta, New Hampshire, Pocono, uh, Indy, Michigan, Richmond, Watkins Glen, and Daytona one more time before the round starts. Okay, so that's, first of all, that's three road courses. Yep. So far, we've had two road courses, and they're both first-time winners on them. Both track easily. (laughs) Right, uh, Daytona. Anybody can win there. As was Atlanta's in there, right? Yeah. Anybody can. That's a speedway. restrictor plate at this point. Yeah. Race. Um, I mean, you got guys like Bubble Wallace that that won last year that haven't won. Brad Keselowski probably pushing it a little bit for him, but again, those restrictor plate tracks. And hey, he had a top ten this last weekend, so maybe they're figuring something out. Um, you've had guys that have been close to wins like Chris Busher, Michael McDowell won last year, hasn't won. A guy like Eric Jones or Austin Dillon could easily sneak out a win here. Like, I don't know that we're going to see it, but I think we could see it. And that, that would be interesting. So if you don't fully know how it works, the NASCAR playoffs, there's 16 spots. The regular season champion gets in no matter what. So if a guy like Ryan Blaney is fourth in the regular season championship standings right now, he's only 25 points back. So if he got enough points, to win the regular season championship without a win, he's guaranteed to get in. After that, you're guaranteed to get in with a win unless there's more drivers that have won than there is playoff spots, in which case guys that have won aren't necessarily locked in. So when you win, you're locked into the playoffs, but you could get bumped out. So again, if we get three or four more winners, this could get very interesting. Yep. It could get dicey. Get dicey real quick toward the end. This will be fun yes. to watch, though. Uh, I think this is the closest we'll have been in a while, so I yeah, like no it. no doubt about it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's start. We've got a couple of Xfinity champs outrights that we're going to talk about in this because I don't think we really did that last uh, in the Futures episode because we weren't really uh, handing those out back then. But now that we've... Well, I, don't, I don't know that there was really much for odds. Not back I then. I do remember tossing out if you could get any Futures uh, bets on Ty Gibbs to take them because... Uh, I knew he was going to be good this year, so I just want to throw that out there. But, you sure did. You that sure wasn't did. an official play or anything like that. So. <laughs> That's all right. All right, we'll start out with who you think now is going to take this Xfinity Championship home. Okay, well, again, man, it just seems like 
you want to take one of these favorites, I think, in the Xfinity. It seems like there's only a couple of guys that really could win this. Uh, Noah Gragson, he's plus 300, not super sexy odds, but I love this. He's he's one of those guys that he's really shown he's ready to step up, I think, and get into the Cup Series here. He's, he's run a few Cup Series races, of course, this year with colleague and, and I think he'll be in a full-time ride next year. But he's got two wins this season, including a win at Phoenix. Phoenix is the championship race. So if he can make that final four and win for a time at Phoenix, could easily see that happening. Um, the junior motorsports cars have been the best of the bunch, other than, of course, Ty Gibbs obviously sneaking his head in there. But, uh, yeah, I, Gregson, he's had a great season. Things are really coming together. He's had, he's had good seasons in the past, get some wins and stuff, but just been inconsistent. He's been a lot more consistent this year. Um, a lot of really good performances up front a lot dominating cars he's gotten a couple of those wins i think he's got a couple more coming to him so i like gregson to win the xfinity championship at plus 300 well if you've listened to this show at any point at any point in this 22 episode 21 episodes that we've put out so far you know that uh we love us some noah gregson and uh it's a good friend of cody's now too as a matter of <laughs> yes fact. good friend good friend noah gregson interviewed him for a second there at uh, kansas speedway so that was great friend of the show noah gregson uh yeah i i like it and especially again like you said, at this point, you kind of have to throw your money around at some of these favorites, and that's where my next bet lies, and that's, of course, Ty Gibbs. You didn't have to listen to this show very long to know that we're going to throw Ty Gibbs. Cody already said it, where if you can find somebody uh, to give you good odds on Ty Gibbs, take those odds because chances are he's probably going to end up doing it. Looking at what he's done so far, he's got four pulls. He's got three wins on the season. He's got eight top fives and 14, or sorry, five top fives and 14 starts, eight top tens. His average finish is just under 10th place. I mean, there's not much more we can say about Ty Gibbs other than he's fast and chances are he's probably going to walk away with this, this, uh, this championship this year. Yeah, I mean, there's not really an argument against it. He, he's been so good. He's proven everything wrong. You could say... He's too young or immature to win, but his first Xfinity Series race, he went out and won the thing. I mean, you know, at like 17 or 18 or whatever he was. So I don't think you can put anything past this kid. He's the next coming of a great driver. He's going to be around a long time. He's obviously basically guaranteed a ride. So, uh, yeah, I have no arguments. And, again, those guys are the two favorites, but I think for good reason. If you look down the list, you got Justin Allgaier, plus 400. That's not really very sexy to me. AJ Allmendinger, plus 500. You could maybe consider it. Josh Berry, plus 600. Again, just not great odds for those guys that haven't been as good. Um, and, and then it jumps to plus 1,200 with Sam Mayer, plus 1,500 with Brandon Jones. But again, you're kind of getting down. I mean, last year's champion, Daniel Hemrick, plus 2,000. His championship was almost kind of fluky, to be honest. He's not run well, and these colleague cars making the team change. So I just none of these longer shot odds really jumped out to me at all. I think I think it's going to be within one of those top guys anyways. So just get on him now while you got the chance. Yep, he is the projected first place guy going into the playoffs. So and you know <clears throat> just talking about winning down the stretch, uh, that's just what a feeling that Ty Gibbs is going to start doing when it really really matters. I mean he knows he's locked in. So just a matter of what's he going to do between now and then, really. Yeah, exactly. Run. And yeah, looking at the playoff points. So, I mean, if the playoffs started today, of course they don't, but if they did, uh, he's already got 28 playoff points. And so each round throughout the playoffs, it's three, 
I think it's I think Xfinity's three races and a cutoff. But each time those points reset, he gets those 28 points plus any more he earns this season. Uh, and actually, Almendinger's leading the regular season championship. It gives a second, so I think you get another 15 points if you win that that rollover. So and Gregson's similar boat. He's got 24 already as well. So as they get more stage wins, you know those stages are important. They get those playoff points and stuff like that. So I like it. I, I again, it's just a matter of of just putting money down now and then cashing out <laughs> when the trophy's lifted. Because one of those two is probably going to walk away with it, and it's just a matter of uh, I think a coin flip at the end as to who's going to do it. So <clears throat> put a little bit on both, win and be happy. Uh, all right, let's reevaluate some of our uh, actual NASCAR Cup Series champions because as the year progresses, we learn more information, we figure things out, and we uh, adapt to what we've learned so far. And uh, I'm going to let you start first, Cody, because I know that your picks now are, are not exactly what your picks were at the beginning of the season, and for good reason, I'm sure. Definitely different. Uh, do do have a little value here, though. So I'd given out uh, Joey Logano at plus 1,400. If you look now, he's at plus 850. He's got two wins on the season, so he is locked into the playoffs. You got two wins, you're locked in. He's definitely going to be there at least. Um, and then I also gave out Ryan Blaney at plus 1,100. He's down to plus 850, which is actually kind of surprising. He's not a little higher being that he hasn't won, but he's pretty high in the points, so he would be one of the few drivers that would get in right now, even without a win. Um, so again, if you tailed those early in the season, you got better value than you're going to get now. I had tossed out Brad Keselowski at plus 2,200 as a long shot. <laughs> that was probably a bad bet. Uh, he's at, <laughs> oh my goodness, he's at, uh, plus 10,000 now. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, there went That's that. Interesting. Uh, yeah. You know, I, we weren't really sure what to expect with him coming to a new team and, uh, Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so now that we've learned, now that we've watched some races, now that we've seen stuff, where are your new future bets laying? That's right. Uh, new new revised future bets uh, headed uh, into the rest of the season. I was, I was trying to look for a little value here, and I feel like Kyle Busch at plus 850 um, is – I feel like there's a lot of value there. I mean, he's been solid this season. He did not finish well at Sonoma, obviously, but he was running well there. Prior to that, he's got a couple second-place finishes. He's already won this season. He's pretty well going to make the playoffs and be in it. He's already he's the only multiple-time champion in the sport right now that's an active driver. He's got two championship wins. Um, you're getting him at plus 850, so I feel like that's great value um, for, obviously, you know, your, your top favorites are, are Kyle Larson, of course, plus 500 chase Elliott plus 550. Chastain even is up there at plus 650. Denny Hamlin, I guess he's got two wins. So he's at plus 650 despite the season he's having, but yeah, I, I kind of wanted to go down a little farther. Kyle Busch plus 850. I feel like there's some good value there. He's a veteran driver. He seemed to have figured this car out. Toyota's come back around. They've figured stuff out. He's been running well again, bad finish last week, but I, I would kind of throw that out. Um, but yeah, plus 850, I, I really like him uh, at his odds at this point in the season. I love and he's it. got, he does have 14 playoff points already, which is the fifth, fifth most. So he would be fifth in the early 
champion or playoff standings if the playoffs start today. Yeah, that's what point. I was saying. He's he's right there. He's been the top five so far of yeah. of the playoffs. So yeah, that's that's good value for a guy who's already up there at at the top five. So yep. and again, already a two time champion. He, he's proven he knows how to do it and get it done. So you know, and again, still he still haven't announced a sponsor for that car for next year. I mean, what a way. If you're into the storylines at all, which seem to play out a lot in NASCAR, M&M's been in the sport for 30-plus years. They're leaving after this season from being a full-time sponsor. You know, he's, he's going to have, a, hopefully by then, someone new announced to be on the car, but be a hell of a way for them to go out and, uh, and, and him to get a third championship and really cement his name with some of the greatest in the sport. So I could definitely see it happening. Plus 850, I think, again, just great value. All right, I'm going to give you some crap for this next one. I I okay. call I call I'm him give myself crap. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I gave out at the beginning of the year uh, Kevin Harvick to win the championship. He was at plus fifteen hundred at the time. He is now listed not quite at plus fifteen hundred, but Cody, his name's on your list. I get shit every week from you about having Kevin Harvick on my list. Defend yourself, my friend. I will defend myself, okay? I wanted to give you I give you a long shot winner every week. Got to give you a long shot champion run, okay? Kevin Harvick, 40 to 1, plus 4000. He's already a Cup Series champion. 2 years ago he won 9 races, okay? He's not that far removed from being an amazing top-tier driver. Okay? I've already stated multiple times I don't think he's going to win this season. But I could see a way of him getting into he's actually out of the playoffs at the moment. So that's he's right on the cut are, line though. He's right on the cut. He's line. right on the cut line. Yes. Okay. But he's one of the most consistent drivers as far as finishes. He always does. He always finishes. Well, he had a bad race. Uh, he actually had a good finish at Sonoma, but he had a bad race two weeks ago that really hurt his points. Um, Cause he got that wreck at the end when not many cars had gotten out at, at worldwide technologies. But again, not a huge Harvick believer. He's not my championship favorite or anything like that. I could see a scenario. He makes the playoffs. He gets solid finishes, even without a win, just keeps advancing, somehow squeezes himself into that final four. Then you put him at Phoenix. He's one of four cars. Okay, you want to talk about storylines. He's going to be on TV next year, right? He's going to be in the Fox booth uh, with those guys, I think. I think he's done. Okay, you could walk off like John Elway, like Peyton Manning, all these guys. They win the championship. They retire, walk off into the sunset. It would be his second championship. He's won nine times at Phoenix. You don't necessarily even have to win the race. I could be right. He doesn't have to win the race. Now they've always won the race to win the championship in this format. I think you're going to have to win it again this year. But he's won there nine times. He showed he could get around there. What is it, 18 top 10 finishes in a row there? He's really good at that track. I could see him making it work one last time. He's on an elite team still in Stuart Haas. They've had speed. They've looked good on the flat tracks. Between him, Briscoe, Almarola. They've been good. They've won this season already with Briscoe. So again, it's a very long shot, and for a good reason. He might not even make the playoffs, which would be kind of funny to see, I think. But if he does, I can see him being that guy that somehow squirrels his way into the next round, into the next round, into the next. Somehow he's in the final four because of chaos, because of whatever. And then that last race, that's all it is. You, all those points are gone. You don't carry anything over. Whoever finishes best gets it. I could see him putting it all together for one race. And again, that storyline, the veteran, he's the guy that replaced Dale Earnhardt after Dale Earnhardt died. 
He jumped in that car the next week. He's been around since 2001. He's had this long run. He's won a championship when he was younger. Now he gets a chance to win one when he's older. Like, storyline-wise, I can see it happening. So, yes, I'm pretty much out on Harvick. I'm still not going to pick him to win every week. But at 40-1, to 1, there's definitely some value. And a case could be made, again, a long shot scenario, and the odds reflect that. But you can see it happening. So – my my argument already begins and ends right there. Thanks, Cody. Thanks for thanks. I mean, I'm glad now if you grab them at forty to one, it's better than my fifteen to one early in the season. So if you sprinkle some now, but here's the other thing too. Cody loves his forty to ones, so he's already hit one this year. Why not let him hit another one? I love it. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I made the case for Harvick in the beginning of the year. I'm a bleeding heart Kevin Harvick fan, and and I'll continue to be that way. So, thanks. Welcome aboard, Cody. Welcome aboard. For the yeah, I don't know if I'm fully aboard, but uh, at 40 to 1, you know it's worth it. I'll take the toe. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you Joey Logano as a championship runner. He's got two wins already, right? I mean, Joey is that kind of guy that feels like he just can sneak himself in, almost like you were talking about with Harvick. It's the same type of thing. Uh, where you look down the line at the places that he's won, he's he's won on every single track so far that uh, that basically they have down the stretch. And, and you look at the championship uh, run, you know he's got wins up and down all of those tracks as well. So uh, to me, it just feels like he's one of those guys where he doesn't necessarily have to win in every single scenario. He obviously doesn't have to win to get in anymore. So he's already in there. Now all you got to do is worry about where he's got to win to get into the actual championship itself. So you look at Phoenix. He's got two wins at Phoenix already. We talked about the whole that's where you got to win and you get in. Um, You talk about winning at other places as well. It just, to me, again, like I said, he's a very sneaky guy as far as what you are expecting down the line and at plus 800 i don't hate those odds either uh for him to to sneak a a win in there obviously not the 40 to 1 sexiness that uh that you know cody's got going on but you know martinsville joey's got a win that's the second to last race of the year homestead he's got a win uh you know it's just a matter of of you just got to pick the guy that's hot at the right time and and i think joey logano could find himself hot at the right time at the end of the season and that's the thing, too. We've seen, well, not so much last year. I mean, Kyle Larson was the best car, and then he obviously won the championship. But two years ago, everybody at this point in the season had already handed Kevin Harvick the championship. He was going to win it. He was the best driver. He ended up with nine wins. He didn't even make the final four in Phoenix, which was crazy. But so anything can happen. So it's not necessarily going to be the favorites, especially in a year like this. Joey Logano, <laughs> he, he won the Coliseum first race doing that right he won the first time at bristol dirt he won the first time at st louis the first year in the next gen car is he gonna win it you know what i mean like you can't count that out his nickname's next gen joe well he gets a championship again he's a guy that's got a championship he's been there he's done it he can do it again he's on a strong team in penske again at the odds are getting him at uh you know and he's one of the guys that i had picked prior to the season so I liked him going into this year. He's one of those guys that's able to adapt and make the changes. We've seen it, obviously, with all these new tracks where he keeps winning every time. So you give him a new car, you know, and maybe he's going to win for the first time in that too. So I, I definitely do not hate this one. 
Beautiful, beautiful. And then I'm just going to go ahead and give you my long shot. And I say long shot. It's not necessarily the longest. It's not 41. I'm going to keep going back to that. pretty good. 28 to 1. Daniel Suarez in the playoffs now. This is all he needed. This is all he needed. He needed that win. He needed the validation that he is a fast race car driver, that he belongs in the series. I mean, we, he already knew this, but like, there's something about winning that makes you feel like you have arrived. And for Daniel Suarez, that could have very well just been exactly what he needed. That pinata all over the Sonoma grounds could have just been the, the opening of what we're about to see from Daniel Suarez because... Again, we saw Ross Chastain early in the season just be dominant. Top five finish, top five finish win, you know. And now maybe Daniel Suarez is, is finally going to be able to, to show us now that the pressure's off, right? We always say the pressure's off. It's never truly off. But the fact that you know that you've won, now you got to go out and get another one. You know, just like your your teammate Ross Chastain. Then you go out and get another one. Then keep finishing top five and... And just like we talked about with Harvick, just like we talked about with uh, Logano, something about being able to just stick around in these playoff formats and keep advancing. Like, all you got to do is just keep advancing, right? Keep keep yourself going forward and forward and forward and find yourself in the right situation to where all you got to do is win Phoenix or finish really well at Phoenix. And Daniel Suarez could snag himself a win. And we're already feeling good off of his win in Sonoma. Why not follow that up with a, a win of the whole thing? Yeah, I can't believe he's 28 to 1. I absolutely love this one. Uh again, he's he's pretty much walked into the playoffs now for the most part. Good chance he's gonna be there. What have been the best teams in, in the cup series this year? Hendrick and uh Trackhouse. Okay. Those two. He's been good this year. He's had so many races where he was good. He dominated. He led early. He just had the bad luck bite him, the bad luck bite him, the bad luck bite him. How many times have we seen it? A guy finally gets that first win, and all of a sudden you can't stop him because they got over that hump. He's a veteran. He's been in the series a long time. He was at in top-tier rides. He was at Joe Gibbs. Furniture Row closed down. Martin Truex needed a ride. He got pushed out of there early before he should have. Then he goes over to Stuart Haas. He's not quite able to get it done. They want Kurt Busch's sponsorship money. He gets pushed out of there. He goes to crappy teams. He runs in the back. Then he gets another chance. He starts to revive this team. He brings Pitbull into the sport last year. Then he has to sit second chair to Ross Chastain while he gets the first two wins for Trackhouse. Now he got it. He finally made it there. He got the win. He got the monkey off the back. He proved he could be here. He should be here. Why he is here now, let him loose, man. Go get it. He's a veteran. He's an Xfinity Series champion. He's won the championship before, even when he didn't have the greatest season. That He wasn't one of the favorites to win that season. He got himself there. He won the championship 28 to 1. I cannot believe the odds are that long. I'm definitely getting down on this one. Absolutely love it. I mean, he's already on the, one of the teams that has some of the best cars so far this season. He's been in a good car all season. His car has been good. He's been there race after race. Just the bad luck keeps, keeps getting him. We've talked about that with other guys. Now that monkey's off his back. He's got that win. He's got the pinata celebration. Can you imagine the pinata they're going to have if he wins a championship? <laughs> It's Man, not. It's not just going to be, be a small taco. That's going to be a that's taco. That's going to be a hell of a pinata. Okay? <laughs> that'll be a I would love taco. to see that celebration. And again, we talked about everybody loves him. Storylines again. Who wouldn't love to see that? You'd have a foreign-born NASCAR champion from Mexico, a guy that everybody, everybody, nobody hates that guy. Everybody loves him. He's he's you know paid his dues. He's been around, and now he's finally getting there. So getting to the top of the mountain, twenty-eight to one. 
absolutely love this uh, as a long shot bet. I love it too. And I hope uh, it stays that way for a little bit till you guys can get to it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there it is. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, like we said, Cup Boys are off. Uh, Xfinity Boys are off. It's all the trucks and, and SRX now. You gave us one more Digen only play uh, that, right. that, yeah, we're just <laughs> making people, forcing people down the rabbit hole even farther than they've ever been in their lives. So, uh, yeah, make sure to watch that SRX race. I'm sure you can find it on your local television. And then I think uh, they're on CBS too, like on the actual, like, real cbs channel so Ooh. should be pretty easy to find they have they have a pretty sweet tv deal yeah that's tony stewart yeah Not exactly he knows he knows how to get things done so uh <laughs> he sure does uh all right cody well as we wrap it up tell everybody where they can find you on social media you can find me at husker underscore zeeb on twitter usually try to share all my work there f1 article will be coming out here soon uh got another another big weekend there in canada this weekend so a lot of Canadian theme uh, stuff going on this week. We got Stuart Friesen uh, racing from Canada. Got him winning trucks, hopefully. And then, uh, yeah, it's a F1 race up in Canada. So got stuff on that. And, uh, yeah, you can find all my work there at, at Husker underscore Zeeb. And then, of course, follow the show on at uh, NASCAR. It's at Gambling NASCAR. Or at NASCAR, NASCAR Gambling. Yeah, at NASCAR Gambling. That's what it is. We have we have a week off too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm on vacation from my regular job this week, so I've already checked out. <laughs> but we're here to give you the bets like we always That's do. Right. So, uh, yes, for sure. And then join the Slack channel. This is our weekly bid to join the Slack channel. So much fun going on. We'll talk SRX in the Slack channel. Why the hell not? Hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, SG.pn slash Slack. That Free is correct. Join. Get there. I am at RJ Gomez on Twitter. Of course, find all the stuff that I got going on. We got CFL Gambling Podcast, CFL DFS Podcast, uh, this, the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast, whatever. Just download the SGPN app and you'll probably hear my voice more than you ever wanted to. So, And why wouldn't you want to listen to Rod's voice all day? I do it and I love it. So My, my, wife, my wife hates it. I don't know what it is. I'm just kidding. Well, you know. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the trucks. Enjoy SRX. Let's go racing and let it ride.